Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious about the game. My name's Corey, and with me today is John and Brendan. How's it going, my laser-brained friends? Going good. <laughs> laser-brained. Yeah. That seems apt. Yeah. Yeah, everyone likes going pew-pew over here, so we got lasers on the brain. It's, it's like we have blasters or something. I feel like Leia has all the good Star Wars insults, so I'm going to run out of them soon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might have to start uh, digging into some of the uh, the books and the comics. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Today on the podcast, uh, we got some new information on Din. Uh, we got some new uh, upgrade cards to show you guys. And then we're going to go over our tournament recap for Nova. So that's going to take up a good chunk of our podcast today. So stick around. Should be fun. Brendan, how about you tell us some of the new cards going on with Din? Yeah, so Din, just as a you know, little reminder for people if they don't have the, the card up, he's a mercenary operative who can go for both the Empire and the Rebellion. Uh, and a lot of his stuff had already been teased back in Mini Stravaganza. But we got a few new things with his full write-up. Uh, the first being a an option for a weapon upgrade. His best car spear, which is a melee weapon with two red dice and one black die. And just as a reminder, he does surge to crit. So, uh, you know, that's pretty good with the, that dice pool. Um, the spear is Dinjarin only. And you gain Duelist. So while performing a melee attack, if you spend an aim token, you gain Pierce 1. While defending against a melee attack, you spend a dodge token, you gain Immune Pierce. Which is pretty awesome, because his independent is aim one and dodge one, so if you're not giving him orders, he's got both available to him. <laughs> um, so, what a monster. Yeah, it's, it's great. And then, just to, to remind everyone, you know, so if you put this on him, and you're, if you want to do just a melee attack, he's got arsenal two, so he can include his vibro knife which is another two black dice and lethal one. So if you have two aims, you could make it a pierce two attack. Seems good to me. Uh, throw on tenacity and then you got six dice in melee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good weapon. Uh, and then we got the actual wording on two of his command cards. So we already knew his three pip, which was whistling birds. But we have his one and two pip. I'll start with his two pip. I like those odds. Uh, the order only goes to him, and that's the trend we see with all of his command cards. His two pip, I like those odds. Dinjarin gains one aim token. After Dinjarin performs an attack action, he may perform an additional attack action against a different unit. So, basically, a, a version of, like, Gunslinger. Or, if you want, it's, like, Son of Skywalker Light, because it can't be against the same unit. <laughs> Reptilian Rampage, all yeah. in that same double attack category. Very yeah. spicy. Yeah, seems good. Yeah. Gets him the aim, which is pretty useful for his... If you're doing shooting, because, you know, his pistol has both lethal one and long shot one. Yeah, so it's a pretty good card. Can't really complain too much about it. Uh, it is one pip. This is the way. Uh, Din Djarin gains one dodge token and relentless... After you perform a move action, you may perform a free attack action. Seems pretty great, if, uh, especially if you want to play him as, as a brawler. You know, 
If you have a jetpack on him, he's speed three. Do your two speed three moves into a unit and still attack him. It's it seems like a powerful drug. That's probably how I want to play him. <laughs> Just get up in there, and then you know once you're dug in, whistling birds. <laughs> it's gonna be gross. It's pretty much like a, a saber user dive because with the relentless double move, two aims because of tactical one, and then that triggers the double pierce. Um, so you're going to either have five or six dice if you have a wound or not from triggering tenacity and you're throwing uh, two red, three black, or three and three. Um, so it's basically a lightsaber when you when you have those two aims and have pierce two, which is pretty crazy for how fast he comes <laughs> at you. It's going to be nuts. We're going to see a lot of Din. Uh, we're going to see yeah. a lot of him, and I, I just want to think of the crazy scenario where didn't move speed three twice and gets in there with relentless you know what burst to speed gives you the same thing so imagine din and a lightsaber running in at you on the same turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah empire is gonna be insane um i mean so will the, you're talking the rebellion about vader. <laughs> i well, yeah vader's yeah. my guy but you know Op Luke next to a dick. Oh yeah, Op Luke is. Yeah, yeah, look, exactly. here, here's here's the scariest thing I could think of. I mean, you know, Op Luke or even Sabine, you know, could go in there with the dark saber. I mean, Rebellion's got options. I mean, if you yeah. if you want to oh, go yeah. extra spicy, you could do Commander Luke, Sabine, and Din. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Just just all the sabers. Yeah, get everybody in there. It's refreshing to see both the command cards also don't have, like, a ridiculous amount of text where you have to read them over and over to digest them. Like, they're pretty, they're powerful and straightforward. Yeah, his one and two are very straightforward cool. compared to yeah. the three pip. Yeah. Whistling well, Birds is the one you have to think about. A little bit more involved, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, even then that's not that bad. But, no, yeah. no, it's not. And then we have one more command card, uh, and it's for Grogu. Uh, in the event people take Grogu as as part of the rebellion, with uh, just a reminder, either Din or IG Eleven when IG Eleven also comes out, because uh, there's an option for that. Uh, Grogu's command card does not issue any orders, uh, and it's called the Hand Thing. This card cannot be selected during the command phase. So I just want to talk about that before we get into the rest of it. You're taking this card as knowing you'll never be able to use it to give orders. Uh, so it guarantees whatever list you are building, you're going to be using standing orders at least once if you play all six turns. Which is a, probably okay. Yeah, which is yeah. fine, but you have to think about that if you are bringing this card. Uh, so the rest of the card states, when a friendly unit at range one and in line of sight of Grogu is declared as a defender against a ranged attack, you may discard this card from your hand. If you do, the defending unit gains two dodge tokens and gains deflect during this attack. I think this is a pretty great card to make an opponent really think, do I want to shoot this unit? Um, <laughs> if nothing else, I see this as a counter to some of the John's favorite things to do, fire supports. I was just thinking uh, like, about all of a sudden multiple any unit within yeah any unit within range one of Grogu it's all of a sudden I'm going to deflect this shot back at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Imagine those on Republic. I'm sorry, um, 
rebel Wookiees. Like suddenly they surge on defense and you can like, you know, nail them back. It's great. I love this. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess the only debate is, is it worth the 17 extra points and maybe your opponent scoring a victory point if they kill Grogu? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Time will tell, I guess. We'll, we'll kind of yeah. figure it out. The, the, the way it I'm seems, looking seems at weird, it, but fun. Grogu feels like a better upgrade on IG-11 than he does on Din. Because Din wants to move in there and, you know, murder things in close combat. IG-11 has gunslinger range 4 guns. So he can just sit back with Grogu and you can... <laughs> You know, use Grogu's abilities to maybe heal some stuff. So, I mean. That's initially what I'm thinking, too. You know, on IG instead. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't play Rebels, so, you know, I'll still just try and claim the asset either way. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So that's uh, that's everything new about Din. How about we get into our Nova recap? So Nova was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, like, let's just start there. I, I haven't been to Nova ever. This is my first one. Same. Uh, how about you, Brendan? Yeah, my, my first yeah. time going, it was great. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Um, really enjoyed it. Definitely would love to go back if I can. Uh, Brendan, how about you want to go over some of your games first? Yeah. So, uh, Corey and I both played on Heat 2. And as I, I can't remember if I actually said it in the last cast, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, I did Vader Lat because you know, murder. Um, so, uh, had a lot of fun with the list. I had made a, a couple changes compared to the list I had brought to, uh, some local tournaments. Um, but really the only changes was I had put armor piercing shells on the lat instead of high velocity, just so I had a better answer for other armor. And I took out a T-21 B Trooper from a Shore Squad and put in Del Mico and Recon Intel on both of my Shore Troopers. Um, otherwise, my list was all the same as stated in another episode. So I had a lot of fun with this list. Um, actually pretty happy with how it worked out. Uh, uh, but I, I've learned some uh, great things for the future um, to, to try and play this list better if I keep playing some variation of it i was just uh, you know my my bid was 11 points yeah, yeah i feel like 11 points yes yeah. you, yeah, be, you seven, beat me 789 that's what i remember yeah so um i was blue all of my games uh my first game i thought i had the advantage um going into it because it was against uh republic list that was Rex, Padme, and a bunch of shooty wookies. Uh, and a bunch of clones. We ended up on hostage exchange, uh, and it was minefield and rollout. So I definitely misplayed the, uh, the placing of the mines a little bit, so uh, my hostage carrier took, took a little kaboomy early on. Um, luckily... You know, the hostage unit never died, and they, they just ran with it. Rex did his thing with the other hostage and made it run fast. So uh, where I my initial misplay was in forgetting the fact that I'm blue player, and I could just have the other person come to me. 
because, you know, yes, we were playing MOV, but the win counts more than anything, you know, because only undefeated we're going to continue. I got a little aggressive, and uh, the lat blew up first thing, turn two, because bowcasters and shooty wooks are good. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, unfortunately, my Vader doesn't have burst of speed, so he had to to hoof it a little bit after the the lat blew up. Did you have commander or commander? Uh, operative? Okay, yeah. So he's a slow guy. <laughs> he, he is slow. Uh, I I will say, um, you know, it was a really good game. I almost made a, a chunk of his army run off the board because Master of Evil is great, uh, as is uh, you know giving out an extra suppression all the time because fear. Um, so I did ruin a number of attempted standby shares from Pac-Me, which was very fun. <laughs> as you should. As you should. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, though, I lost on kill points. Um, I made a few boneheaded decisions and lost some units that I really shouldn't have. And, um, I mean, ultimately, the nail in the coffin was Vader went down on turn six. So, uh, so I lost my first game. Did you like the inclusion of uh, Fear? Yes. I had a lot of fun with Fear uh, throughout the day. It it just gave me so many options. Um, I, fear is not necessarily the best upgrade. We, we've discussed it before. Um, but I, I like the extra counter it provides for standbys. Because, yes, you could get rid of a standby with a force push, but you can also get rid of it with, by giving out suppressions. Now I've got two ways to deal with standbys on vader if i need to it's really helpful uh outside of your master of evil turns um because you don't have to rely on solely that card it's just one suppression to remove one uh standby seems good yeah or just keep putting suppression on a unit and keep it panicked um so (laughs) true uh my second game was against a blizzard force list that had op vader uh two e-webs and a uh, ATST, uh, as well as the, you know, the two. No, it was actually I think only one uh, of the uh, rapid response stormtroopers, and then a bunch of uh, bunch of snowtroopers with uh, flamethrowers. Uh, this game was much less close than the first one. We ended up playing uh, intercept the transmissions, and the the lat got Vader in. Vader just started murdering things. Things started panicking because suppression. By the end of turn four, I had killed everything of his except the ATST and the two E-webs. And he Oof. had killed Vader and the lat. <laughs> Seems like a decent trade. Yeah, so uh, at that point, I don't. I didn't think I had enough firepower in me to actually take down the ATST and the the two e-webs remaining and he definitely didn't have enough to deal with all of my activations and on intercept on intercept (laughs) he only had two e-webs so he wasn't gonna and i was already winning points at that point so we just tallied it up like we got to the end of turn six and you know did the points that way so that was a that was a fun game uh so at this point i'm now one and one you know doing pretty well uh, and then my last game, I went up against one of the few Separatist players, because there, there were not many at the tournament. I gotta say, I loved the idea of this list, but 
I was the wrong person for him to come across. Uh, oh. So his list was, I believe it was four B1s, one Magna Guard with Rocket, Grievous, Maul, and two Flamer Spiders. Interesting. <laughs> press, pre- press forward. <laughs> Get kills. Yep. So uh, as soon as I saw that list and knew my really only answer to uh, all of his shenanigans was Vader, because the rest of my list is basically a gun line, uh, I learned from the mistakes of my first game and held back and just kept shooting. It, I, it was at this point I was very happy I had the uh, impact missiles on the, uh, the lat because of the spiders. You blew up some spiders. I blew up some spiders. So... Uh, one spider died uh, turn one because it got a, half the wounds and taken out of it and the lat didn't move and it had moved close enough that Vader was able to get out and murder it. Uh, so <laughs> it died. The other spider ended up getting uh, you know closer but at about half health by the end of turn one. Uh, Grievous had taken about a, a wound from sniper shots, maybe two. Uh, and Maul actually was within striking distance of Vader by the end of turn one. End of, uh, at turn two, my opponent got very aggressive and went first with Maul into Vader. Uh, so Maul went in, uh, swung at Vader, and I think he actually didn't do any wounds to Vader, maybe one. Vader was pretty happy and decided, you know what? I'll return the favor, uh, and swung at him, and I think I did about three wounds to Maul off of Vader, maybe only two, uh, but then I just force-pushed Maul away from Vader, so the rest of my units can just shoot him to death. Just uh, tee off on him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Maul didn't see yeah. the end of turn two. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, and that also happened to be the... Uh, I think that was also my Master of Evil turn. So, put a bunch of suppression on Grievous and the Magna Guard. So, uh, Grievous didn't panic, but the Magna Guard had also been shot by a lot of snipers and mortars turn one. So, turn two, they started running for the board edge. Uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> turn three, they also ran for the board edge, but they did not run off the board. I was very disappointed about that. Oh, so close. (laughs) One more turn, it would have been. Um, But so ultimately, it was a bloodbath, uh, and I I felt bad. I uh, ended up uh, tabling my opponent, so that was great for my MOV for the day, but I felt bad about it uh, because I tabled him and my only two full units to die were two of my strike teams. I don't think the lat took a single wound. That seems to be the common consensus. MOV is really mean. Uh, mean-spirited. Let me put it that way. I was not there, and I kept refreshing like when you guys were playing, and the amount of times I saw was tabled in TTO, I was like, this can't be right. Like, this never happens, and I'm seeing this multiple <laughs> times. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> After hearing all the feedback, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time I've tabled someone, but it's it never feels good. No, not at all. It never does. So I, I felt so bad about it, but, you know, unfortunately it was 
the way to score. So despite it's, it's the having, way to move up in the ranks. Right. So despite having lost my first game, end of the day of the 33 players that day, because thankfully, you know, I did, got some good MOV in my games. Even the one I lost, I got, you know, half. So uh, I ended up getting uh, seventh for the day. Much better than I expected <laughs> after losing the first <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did a good job. I Like, it, it's, it's a little rough to, you know, forget that you're blue, but I imagine you won't make that mistake again. Nope. So. Nope. I, yep. I, as I said, I, by the third game, I learned my lesson, and I just sat back and shot. <laughs> I, I I definitely learned some things as well, and I'll, I'll get into that soon. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, great job, Brendan. I, I know you're going to make top cut next time. You're just like super close. We'll Good see. job, I, Brendan. I always make stupid mistakes. It'll. It, I mean, <laughs> I go to enough things. Maybe it'll eventually happen. I don't know. <laughs> I think it. I think it will. You just got to faith. <laughs> or maybe I should start practicing. I don't know. Is that the key? Uh, Practice? Practice seems overrated. (laughs) You just have to build a really oppressive blue player deck, which which Vader Lat does. But but let me tell you about Blizzard Force with Vader. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, I played Blizzard Force with Vader. Uh, So it was Commander Vader. He had Push, uh, Saber Throw, Burst of Speed, and then Vigilance. And then I played four speeder bikes. They all had Emergency Transponders. That's a really good upgrade. And then I had two heavy response units, uh, the Stormtroopers, and then I had two Snows, nothing on them, and then one Officer, nothing on them. So for 10x, and then a 10-point bid. So I was blue player most of my games. I just missed blue player one of them. So first game, uh, I I will say this, but if I don't remember it, all my games are super, super close. This list is kind of funny in the fact that I feel like I'm losing until Vader and the bikes strike at the same time because, like, they might slowly pick off, you know, a snowtrooper or, like, maybe a bike wound here and there or a bike model. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, everything crashes in at once and, like, suddenly I feel like I'm back in the game. So just want to throw that out there. It's All my games are super close. So uh, if I can interject real quick, Corey, I I can agree all of your games were super close because all of Corey's games went to full dice downtime. You know, which (laughs) I know because I finished all of my games like 45 minutes before even the extra 15 minutes. (laughs) So uh, I was, uh, you know, just telling Corey the whole day. Dude, you just gotta finish your games faster. <laughs> yeah, that I feel. Like... <laughs> you're first. You're not wrong. Uh, second, <laughs> I had. To, I feel like with this list, I had to play a little cagey, because if I rush the bikes forward without any support, then they just get picked off, uh, and then nothing happens, and then I lose. So, you know, the first two turns, I'm like flying the bikes around, you know, pivot, dodge, compulsory stuff like that. So, yeah, I agree. Like, I there were a lot of activations, you know, in turn three. You know, most of my games, we both had our activations, um, like, at full. So, I think, you know, by the by the end, by the beginning of turn three, we still had 20 activations to go through. So, it was, like, still a lot. So, again, Brendan, you're not wrong. I need to finish my game score. You need to but, murder things faster. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Commander Raider's a little slow. So That's what the lat's for. Yeah, I don't have a lat to drive him. I know. He has to but, manually see, walk there. That's, that's the problem Versus with Blizzard Force. Versus speed helps, but not that much. That's the problem with Blizzard Force. That's, I guess you could call that a problem. 
because I'll tell you about all my games of payload. <laughs> so my first match uh, is against an Empire list, and they had an ATST with uh, Weiss, so like throwing out tons of guns, and then they had Bosk, and then they had a bunch of stormtroopers that with the uh, the aim specialist and the HH12. Yeah, that was interesting to say the least. All hail the mighty HH12. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really expect that to do a lot, but it definitely did. The specialist helps a lot with the aim. But anyways, so my what we landed on was oh yeah, was it it was payload advanced and then the condition didn't really matter. We picked we picked payloads. Uh I sent him all the way to my left and then he sent his I'm sorry, he sent mine all the way to the left and then I sent his all the way to the the same spot. So he decided he wanted to brawl, which is probably not the worst idea. Um, you know, if his ATST can blow stuff up, then that like at least kill two activations worth, then he's probably up. So what I did was, I, th- I think I baited him into it, but I think that's what he wanted to do anyways. So either way. So I threw out a heavy response team unit as like a juicy target and I advanced them forward uh, because I there was only one spot for his ATST to go really, which was next to his payload. And, you know, he was going to move and then shoot, so which is what he did. So I, I gave him a juicy target. He shot at the Stormtrooper unit, and I'm like, okay, I mean, this is fine because I'm going to have my bikes come in and just, like, wreck his day. Because this is the first thing he does. Activation one, turn one, moves, shoots at it. With blast, this ATST gets three hits. Oh, Three hits. That's it. Yeah. Even, yeah. I think there was an aim as well. I can't remember. Uh, and I was like, wow, that's... That's not what you want to see. <laughs> so I, you know, and then the stormtroopers, I think, made two saves. And I was like, that's pretty good. Like, things are great. And then his list was also interesting. He had Del Mico, and then he had one repair bot. So he had a total of repair four. And by my, like, it's not actual math, but like, I was feeling very confident I could blow up the ATST in one turn. I probably would have done it, but his ATST saves on turn one were kind of insane, actually. Uh, with impact two from the from the bikes and then the impact one from the storms i was getting like a bunch of crits through like even nat- natural ones with aims uh, i used all my emergency transponds and then that thing made a bunch of saves i think it had like three health by the end of turn one uh and that's after repair three <laughs> uh yeah and then he went first and then, uh, you know, I was like, well, okay, sure. That that unit is still there for him to shoot. So, like, if, if this blows up, I'm fine with it. It did. It blew up. The the heavy response team unit, which which I kind of planned for. Anyways. Um, so, he blew that up, and then I blew up his ATSD. So, that was, like, a way better trade, right, yeah. for me? Seems like a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the way the payloads were marching, we had some really, really big buildings. So, I hid Vader behind a building. Bosk was on top of a building. Boss got the bounty on my officer. I got really greedy with it. I'll just put it that way. Uh, I was trying to use the officer's two pip to shoot some snipers and kill some axe, but um, oh well. And then, so he had he was already up one with the bounty, and then he went to go hide boss. So I was like, okay, time to stop his payload, which uh, Vader got in and did exactly that. Uh, but Vader died because six stormtroopers with an aim punching uh, hurts. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite brutal. But, like, you know, I, I got it in the end. Um, I got it. 
my payload to move to range one. So I got two points to his one. There you go. Very close. Like Vader, even Vader dying is like very close still. Let's see next game. Well, I want to just throw in Corey before you get to your next game. Yeah. Your your game went so long, and you know there was some other circumstances that required it to go a, a little into the lunch break, and we didn't have a very long lunch break to begin with. But uh, last episode, you talked about you know personal care at at, um, <laughs> at uh, tournaments, and uh, you don't say. Yeah, so Corey didn't get to eat lunch because of how much time it took for his game to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our game went a little long. Yeah. A little snafu. Won't get into it. Uh, yeah. So I had like, I think about 20 minutes. So I basically went to the restroom, drank some water and then had a power bar and I saved my bag of Cheez-Its for later on. And I'm like, I clapped my hands and I was like, okay, here we go. The moral of the story, do what Corey says, not what Corey does. Cor- correct. I have good advice. I don't take my own advice. <laughs> che- Cheez-Its was the food you chose to power your power yourself through the day well, of all so snacks? No, no, I had the uh, power bar, so the cliff bar, right? And then Cheez-Its was like, you know, between round two and three, I like to have something smaller. Pretending I have lunch. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was it was a very long day. Let's just put it that way. Uh, thanks for that, Brendan. Yep, anytime. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, so moving on, moving along. Uh, my next game was against another Empire list. He was running Double Bounty. Uh, it's the new hotness. Double Bounty with triple dewbacks. And then... Oh, and he had Callus, which was fun. It was a fun little twist. Boba Cad did work, uh, for sure. And then the objectives we played was Payload, Major Offensive... I forget the condition. It probably didn't matter. That's that's kind of like the theme. <laughs> the conditions didn't matter too much. So the way it worked was he it, there was like this big line of sight blocker in the middle that we that had some hidey holes that we can get some you know shots through. He moved his dewbacks up into the middle. I kind of got some early shots on a dewback, and basically this dewback would not die. It was sitting on one wound left for like so long. Uh, it made all these saves. It had it eventually racked up so much suppression. Like, uh, remind me, I'll get back into that. Uh, that it just you know, it just goes off the board. <laughs> uh, but basically, the payload, he sent mine towards all the way towards his back, and then uh, near his deployment, he had like a nice, a nice spot near his deployment zone, and then I sent him all the way to my right. He only sent off a couple stormtroopers. I think three, the mandatory three core that you have to take. So the bikes could easily like shoot at a couple things that they need to shoot at and then go influence his payload to go stop it, which is exactly what they did. Um, my officer was moving, helped move the payload and Boba came, uh, a dewback came in to get a, a range three shot on it. And then, you know, got three crits, didn't make any of them. So then Boba came to clean up and then he rightfully so moved Boba the heck out of there. Uh, by the end of turn three, I, or by the beginning of turn three, because otherwise Vader was going to go get to him. Uh, yeah, Boba ran away, and I was like, well, uh, here we go. Just time to score a bunch of points. Yeah, by the time I was able to start watching this game of Corey's, because, you know, I like to finish my games soon. Yeah, um, this game finished. I, I saw uh, <laughs> Boba just 
sitting all by him, all by his lonesome on one side of the table. And at first thought I was going, well, is Boba just not doing anything? Or is that just a dead Boba that they just left over there? No, it was a Boba <laughs> hiding with <laughs> no, a bounty. So, <laughs> yeah, right, rightfully so. I will. Oh, yeah. And then he played Cad's one pip at one point and completely deleted a bike. I think he had O push as well uh, to get like an aim. And Cad's one pip lets him shoot twice, right? Is that the one I'm thinking of? I think so. Is that his mm. one or yeah. two pip? I think it's his one. But regardless, he deleted a bike after two shots. So, And they didn't even get to activate. And it was like a full healthy unit. I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> so that's the point where I thought I might lose. But the, the rest of my speeders, they, they did some work. They were able to kill the stormtroopers that were pushing his payload and then completely stop it and lock it down. And then I was able to push Vader up enough to kill Callus. Uh, I was chasing after Cad. And then eventually what I did was I locked up Cad in melee with a snow trooper unit that didn't matter. So he couldn't like kill Vader or do anything else impactful. Long story short, I eventually got my payload to touch. So I got, I got the maximum points, three points to his one. Uh, so that was, that was a good one. I thought I might lose because of the bounty, but turned out okay. Okay, so game three. This is where make or break, right? Uh, trying to get into the trying to get into at least top five to get uh, move. Try and move on to the next day. This is uh, uh, this is against a Republic player. They were playing triple speed, triple barks with uh, Padme. I think it was just clone commander. So and then some like just a bunch of core with like a bunch of cool stuff like a shotgun, and then uh, Echo was in there. Don't remember the exact list, but they also wanted to go fast, right? Uh, we landed on payload. <laughs> Big surprise. Uh, he's he's good at payload, but I think I'm a little bit better because I got the extra speeder. This was the interesting part. It was adv- it was advanced positions. That's what it was. So he had divulged Padme's is a three yeah Padme's three pip to try and like score. I didn't think he would do it, but I basically deployed all my stuff in the middle, in the center where my payload is because that's where I want to be. Um, and our payloads are going opposite directions, so I'm going to the left and he's going to the right. And he put Padme all the way in my deployment zone to score, right? Turn one. And I was like, I think this is fine. Like, I, in my head, I'm like, the speeders are just going to go after Padme and just kill her, which they did. Luckily, I didn't divert my plan and put some other stuff there. Speeders were really good at chasing her down. Uh, I think I killed Padme at the top of turn two or three. And then my speeders came soaring in uh, near some... Uh, behind some line of sight blockers from his other stuff, and then Vader had some great line of sight line of sight blockers in the middle to you know protect himself from the incoming clone standby stuff that he was trying to do. Vader just eventually just gets in, and then Vader and the speeders go to influence uh, go to influence his payload, and then they just we just stop. Uh, it ends. He also st- ends up stopping my payload. We're both at. Range two, so we both have one point, one point each. And so it comes down to kill points, and Vader and the speeder bikes were able to just continuously lock up his payload and just kill more. Uh, so, yeah, that was a very close game. Luckily, I was able to just kill a lot more than he did. So yeah, that was the end, end of a very long day. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I made some little mistakes there he, with he Vader. Made, I, he made some Vader mistakes that I called him yeah. out on after, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't call me out during that. But a no, no, no. <laughs> uh, lot more to learn. Like, I think this is like, 
yeah, I've only really gotten like six games of Vader and realistically at this point. <laughs> so Yeah, a lot to learn. I got a few more tricks to learn, but it was it was still a good time. I was just gonna say, in regards to Brendan's comment, are you saying it is discouraged to heckle the players <laughs> while they are actively involved in a <laughs> round I mean, three game? I'm pretty sure I laughed out loud <laughs> at him, but you know, he, he did, I, which uh, is fine. Again, what I what I meant I, was like, yeah, don't tell me advice during the game, right? <laughs> I so already made after, the move, after and then the he was whole like, thing happened. I yeah. said, I wouldn't have done that. Is <laughs> basically how yeah. I, what I'd said. <laughs> This was basically like my game three exhaustion with like no lunch. <laughs> yeah, and so. you know Corey's playing the full amount of time for every game because he, you know, apparently just loves Legion that much. He doesn't want to, you know, have his games wrap up quickly. I I do. I just love it that much. I want to spend all the time <laughs> soak in That's every right. minute. Uh, so right at the end of the at the end of the third round, there was a. A play-in round basically so we had five players that were three and oh and they could only advance the top four from each uh there was an optional play-in round for the fourth and fifth player and lucky me i think i got fifth yes I, i'm pretty sure i got fifth that day yep you got fifth uh my opponent was gracious enough to just uh bow out because he was unable to due to due to like you know his life circumstances and then like work, you know, uh, he wasn't hundred percent sure he was going to be able to make it to Adepticon where worlds is going to be. And then I, on the other end, will will definitely be there. So, uh, he just, he just said, yeah, let's not play. Uh, you go ahead and take the win. And that was awesome of him. So I very much appreciated that. Cause I got dinner right after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got, we got dinner right after yeah. that. Well, after all the, all the swag, but, um, I just want to give him an extra shout out, uh, you know, beyond being a, a great guy who, you know, let you make it to the top eight. Um, he was also the best CIS player Yep. Uh, for the weekend who did bring double AAT. Huge shout out. So, I mean, uh, a lot, a lot of people were going with no, you know, CIS made it to the, the top eight. Well, there was a shot, but the, the guy graciously bowed out to, let somebody else get an invite to Worlds because he didn't know if he could make it. Yeah, uh, his list was cool. It was double AAT and then two Stap speeder bikes, which I really like that inclusion. That's that's a pretty good one. Was it the Droid Invasion Force or just a regular? CIS I think it was just force? regular. I'm not sure. I think. Okay. Either way, it was awesome. Yeah. So then uh, moving on to day two, uh, top cut. I fight none other than Keegan from Legion ninety nine. He's an awesome dude. Uh, and then we had one hell of a battle. Uh, guess what? Uh, we landed on payload again. <laughs> uh, payload disarray. And I probably should have picked War Weary. I didn't. Instead, I opted for clear clear conditions. Also, I'm red player because Keegan's bid was, I think, 11. Yeah, I think it was 11. Uh, and for those that don't know, Keegan uh, was running Triple Bark, Anakin, Padme, and then a bunch of clone stuff. My God. <laughs> What a it was a bloody game. Nothing happened during round one and two. It was just kind of set up. Uh, okay, I lied. On round one, on disarray, you have to place one unit, at least one unit in each deployment zone, right? So he set out a lonely bark over there, and I put all four bikes over there to go hunt that that uh, bark speeder. I was like, this is 
this is how I win this matchup. You know, get a get ahead on Axe. And basically, my bag could do no wrong. I was like, okay, uh, speeder bike, great. I activate it, do some wounds, speeder bike, great, speeder bike, great. <laughs> and he could not pull a, a bark for, from his bag to save his life. And I was like, alrighty. So that was nice, you know, to get up on Axe early. And then, like I said, it, nothing really else, just positioning for turn three. Because we had these huge line of sight blockers, like it, the same build. It was the same map as uh, my first round opponent on day one. So like these huge buildings and like just blocking a lot of LOS. And then turn three, where the crash happened, like lots of stuff was dying. Stuff was being force pushed. Master of Evil, everything. There is this one unit on the payload that just didn't want to die. Oh man, Keegan's red saves were like super gross. Uh, I... I, I guess I could say I, I kind of got tilted. I didn't show it, but I was like, my God, what is going on? <laughs> I fought through all these dodges, these surges, you know, like I'm used to that. But then like even natural saves, I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Four out of four. Got it. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Keegan's dice could do no wrong. And then what happened was, is I should have realized this would have been a kill points game rather than a. Uh, objective based game because like on disarray it's hard to get your card over there so i like dumbly moved my heavy response unit rather than like shooting at something if i had shot at something it would have been like a much closer game to like try and kill something but uh, that's all right I, I think i didn't shoot with two units and just moved towards my payload and his payload because like i i had stopped his cart twice and i was like i have a great chance of at least scoring one point right so uh didn't shake out like that oh well and then he got me on kill points. I don't remember how close it was, but good job, Keegan. Round two. So this is the weird thing that they did. Uh, rather than being uh, a single elimination top cut, it was uh, we did Swiss again. Okay. <laughs> I'm still technically in it, which I didn't mind. I, you know, more practice with the list is always good. And then I fought against a fellow listener of the podcast, uh, Eric, a French Canadian, I believe. Uh, him and his crew came down to Nova. Uh, he was an awesome opponent, and then he broke my payload streak. What a guy. Uh, <laughs> we played host. Kudos to him. Kudos. Yeah, good. Yeah, I think you did. You made the right Someone call. Someone had to. 100% made the right <laughs> call. He was playing a really, really cool Rebel Hero Hammer list. He had all the teamwork. He had Han, Chewie, Cassian, K2, and then literally three Rebel Wookiees, but with no upgrade. I, I think maybe Recon Intel, and like that's it. So, like, just three big body. I think he had tenacity as well. So, just three big bodies just coming after you. It was a lot to deal with. Uh, and then he also had, like, I think two medics. So, I was like, great. This is going to go great. <laughs> Multi-wound models and medics. And <laughs> great. We landed on hemmed in, for me as blue, hemmed in, hostage, and then I don't remember the other one. Uh, so, yeah. So, Vader did a lot of bullying there. That's basically what it was. Vader did a lot of bullying to the hostage. He decided to aim and shoot with his fleet troopers that had the hostage rather than run away, uh, which ultimately I think was the right choice because then he got some extra shots on some stuff but didn't end up like doing too much damage. I, I think maybe he got one wound on a stormtrooper. My speeder bikes actually went down really quick. Um, Sharpshooter and Pierce are really gross against speeder bikes. So if you're looking for a way to beat this kind of meta, uh, that's your answer, in my opinion. Sharpshooter and Pierce. <laughs> I have three snipers. In yeah, my that list. would eat my <laughs> that would eat them up for lunch for sure. Cassian came up on oh, and then we played on the most insane map for Wookies too. I was like, this is gonna be annoying. Like for me, for me, 
Like he's gonna have all the fun. I see John smiling. <laughs> Basically, it's a Wookiee dream. There's so many buildings, and like so much LOS. And the way hemmed in was, it was like this small narrow corridor where like the hostages are, and then like to my left and to my right are like a bunch of like buildings he could scale and like get in on my lines like really easy without without me getting shots on him. <laughs> so that was like a that tough puzzle. Like a lot of fun. yeah. <laughs> so like his Wookiees came in like kind of one at a time. So I like, you know, I was able to sh- focus them down and shoot them down. But then like Cassian came and then K2 came and then Chewie and Han, like f- from my left and from his right or from my left and his right or my right, whatever. I can't even speak today. And, you know, all that Pierce and sharpshooter was just like really gross. It ate up a ton of my bikes. Um, but luckily I was able to hold on to his hostage the entire time. I didn't kill his fleet troopers until like the last round. Either this, I think it was the second to last round. I like claimed it. I killed it. I claimed him. And then, so then Cassian came over to try and melee, but it was like a little bit too late. A very close game. So it ended up being two to one because my hostage uh, died from so much Pierce and Han and everything else. Oof. Uh, he was an awesome opponent and uh, glad he's a listener. Eric, keep on listening. Hope you like the show. Last game was against uh, Dash's Mike Berry. Uh, this is where I learned some things. I should have never picked. I was blue player. He was playing, playing. He was playing Anakin, Padme, a bunch of clone stuff. And then he had two pikes and a pike capo. And then he also had two regular snipers, no echo. So there was like a ton of firepower in this list. And we landed on payload was first in the ban list. So I was like, well, that's, that stinks for me. So he banned that because all throughout the day two or day one for me, he was judging and he saw me like p- play payload and he was like, uh, that seems like a great objective for you. Why are people giving you this? So then like it comes up first in the ban list and he's like, yeah, I'm not letting you play that. <laughs> good, good call. <laughs> uh, so then it was, I thought I would be okay on hostage exchange. And then I was like limited viz. Sure. You know, this is fine for me because then I don't have to uh, worry about his sniper shots. Uh, turns out bad. Turns out real bad for me. I was going to say, you've got units that can shoot at range four and units that go zoom, zoom and can shoot at range three. You don't want Limviz. Limviz is there to protect the bikes and to protect Vader. So that's why I like keep it in there. And the way the map was set up was like literally an open shooting gallery straight down the middle and it was also we landed on hemmed in meh it was pretty meh basically i'll put it this way i have a lot to learn for hostage exchange against like standby sharing because he was able to go with his pikes uh way more than i thought so he was able to he basically aim shot with the pikes during their activation the hostage carrying unit right and almost blew up my one of my stormtroopers and then i because i thought he was just gonna move back i was like sure Go ahead and move back. Like, like, what else did he? Uh, what else did he do? So, so he moved up Anakin and Padme in order to get into standby range for the Pike. So then they were able to like move and then move again. So I was like, this is not going well for me. <laughs> uh, turn two, he blew up my hostage carrier <laughs> and like with a fire support. Uh, yeah. Luckily, I made it a game though. <laughs> Let me put it that way. So my speeders and Vader slowly crept in like i think turn four and turn four i came crashing in and then like i master of evil 
a ton of stuff got a ton of suppression and then i was hoping to like at least make him drop his hostage to like have him get no points on it or just one point because i had my hostage eventually again um so then i was hoping for it to be a one to two scenario uh but then he also threw anakin basically threw anakin all the way out towards me and started murdering my hostage carrier so uh my only hope was to just like make padme drop it and then he padme had three suppression on and then uh padme's courage is three so like i needed him to make exactly no saves uh he made one so he was able to claim and then move rather than just claim and that got him the extra points either way close game yeah i made some turn one or turn zero mistakes uh but now i know that's it's uh that's a thing republic is kind of nasty with standby sharing see john you don't need anything extra i i agree like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like dude like it's exactly what that i, means. I told i yeah. i predicted on this podcast that pikes would be super beneficial to the republic i feel like they are <laughs> bikes are really good yeah so weren't two of the top eight republic lists and you played both i of did them? play both of them yeah oh also mike's saves were kind of gross too so again i'm not gonna blame it on dice because like i definitely made mistakes but they were definitely on fire it was like four out of four four out of five great cool oh, i wish my dice would do <laughs> it's that. like great thanks <laughs> My red dice might as well be white. <laughs> I don't know if it's any uh, indication that Republic is fine. I just look at it as two of the best Republic players like in the country happen to be at the same tournament and did really well. So that seems more like player skill to me than like the faction. I, I agree. I'm in the same boat I, with you. I, 100%. Yeah. Like Anakin, Padme, when played well... Um, Yes, you. They're gonna dominate. They're gonna be really great. That doesn't mean that the Republic doesn't need help. <laughs> uh, that uh, that'll wrap up Nova. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Nova was a whole lot of fun. Definitely want to go again next year. And now, uh, I mean, I want to give an extra shout out to Corey. This is three major-ish events where you've gotten top eight in a row now. Right? <laughs> yeah, Adepticon, ACO, and now Nova. Yep, that's right. You know, you could, you know, start losing more so the rest of us have a shot at being top eight. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't think I... I don't remember if we mentioned it, but uh, I finally got my world's invite. Hooray! Uh, turns out... Yes! Yeah, hey. that's, that's like the biggest part of this. Uh, I'm super excited. Eh. <laughs> so... Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Uh, what do you call it? Turns out four of the top eight already had world's invites, and they had four to give out. So the rest trickled down. So I was like, Hooray! <laughs> No matter what I do, I wouldn't. <laughs> so this, so like this, this, uh, you know, this top eight for me was like pretty, pretty chill. I was not really super stressed about it. Like I was day one, which was nice. Yeah. So I'm thinking we need to now, uh, steal, uh, an idea from, uh, Legion 99. You know, they tried to help Keegan win Nova. I mean, they, he didn't, but he got a world's invite. So now we need to have, uh, help Corey win worlds. So. <laughs> that's right we're gonna steal that segment <laughs> totally yeah, original definitely. <laughs> totally help original. Corey wins worlds there you go i'm sure we i'm sure we can fit that in <laughs> <laughs> and then followed by help help brendan get top eight and then help uh 
John get a world's invite. There you go. <laughs> I need a world's invite too. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Don't have one of those. Baby steps, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So Nova was a blast. Uh, we do, you know, um, no uh, glorious or inglorious this week because Nova took up all of our time because it was a lot of fun. Um, do want to say we have a, uh, a special glorious or inglorious for our, our next episode. Um, so just going to tease with that. It'll be really fun. Very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys should tune in for the next episode. It should be really good. It should be a lot of fun. Alrighty, with that, uh, you guys have anything else? Yeah, this episode is number 10 for us. Double digits. Oh, that's right. We made it. We did it. We made it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We've noticed that I think you guys like us. Uh, Our numbers keep going up, so I'm super jazzed. Again, if you want to give us some feedback, please send us an email at swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. And then you can like our page on Facebook. Uh, Search for The Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at SWL Inglorious Blasters. So you can use those avenues to ask us a question or you just want to give us some general smack talk. Yeah, we're here for it. Additionally, you can join our Discord if you want to interact with us more directly because if you go to any of the other methods, I'll probably be your point of contact. You know, because as previously discussed, I'm apparently the only one who Yes, this still holds true. Um, So... (laughs) Uh, but if you, uh, you know, want opinions that aren't as biased towards the Empire, then um, definitely join the Discord. Uh, you can either reach out to us on the, the main Legion Discord. Each of our names is Inglorious, uh, is our name followed by Inglorious Blasters. Or you can find links on our Facebook or on our Podbean page. I think with that, we can uh, land this ship. Stay glorious, everyone. I'm Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. Don't let Corey play Payload anymore. This is a fact. Please, don't let me. (laughs) I'm still the only one undefeated in Payload. (laughs) (laughs) If you liked this episode and would like to interact with us, please like our page on Facebook, search for The Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast, Follow us on Instagram at SWL Inglorious Blasters. Subscribe to us on your preferred podcasting app. Please give us a rating and maybe leave a review. It would really help us out. Stay glorious, everyone. <laughs>